This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode on the podcast channel. I am looking forward to this conversation because today I'm going to be talking about visualization. And visualization can really be something very powerful that we use as a tool or it can quite literally just be a weapon of mass destruction. And what I mean by that, how we use visualization will either cause a positive influence or a negative influence on us and therefore our life. So why I want to talk about this was because a lot of coaches and manifestation teachers, they will talk about visualization being part of the process of manifesting your desires into your life. And I very much believe this and I'm definitely all about using visualization as a tool in terms of focusing on what I want because I think automatically what we do as humans is especially if we're a little bit mindless in what we're doing in our daily activities we start to get into visualizing these really weird scenarios like really negative conversations with somebody that maybe you haven't cleaned up with or you start visualizing something that you want and you imagine what if that doesn't work out and then you start thinking what if this happens what if this happens and then you start visualizing all these really negative things and that that affects your mood and that affects how you behave and how you show up and we just really underestimate the power of visualization. So I wanted to bring this into a conversation today and talk to you about why it's important and then I'm also going to have a podcast episode coming out for you that is going to be a visualization guided meditation for you to use so that you can start practicing being intentional with your visualizations in life. One of the first things I want to talk about is visualization comes from your imagination and our imagination creates everything in the world. And imagination can create the things that we already know or it can create new things and therefore imagination is everything. And really the people who, you know, the first one to ever create the light bulb, the airplane, all these things as first time events, they first imagined and visualized this into existence. And this is why people talk about visualization being such an important aspect of manifestation because you have to think it and see it and then create it. So the, really, the question to ask yourself is, what are you visualizing in your life? And if you want the answer to that, look around you. Who are the people that you have in your life? What kind of job are you working? What are your relationships like? How's your health? What are you visualizing in your mind when you think about the kind of body that you want to have or the health and fitness? Is that what you see in the mirror? If not, then maybe what you're visualizing in your mind is actually self-sabotage and you think that things will never change and you're visualizing that. So I really want us to tap into, again, just looking inward and harnessing the power of being able to imagine what we want in our life and using that as a tool rather than, like I mentioned earlier, as a weapon of mass destruction. And so one way that I can speak really authentically to visualization and how it's allowed me to be so effective is with being a rugby athlete for 17 years. 
And I've shared this on my podcast before how I started playing rugby when I was 13 years old. So I'm 29 now and I played competitively for like 15 years. And I would say it's really just been the last like two, two and a half years where I did do physical contact rugby and then I just did touch rugby. So I'm kind of weaning out of it, which is totally fine with me because it's so demanding on the body. But when I was in the thick of it, when I was playing competitive varsity rugby in university and when I got to play in the university Olympics, I'm telling you the visualization was everything. And I'm not sharing this to be ignorant and I share this humbly, but I always, I trained my brain to always imagine what I wanted to happen in rugby games. I even just sharing this right now, I can feel the chills in my body because sometimes when I'm working out or if I'm running, I start thinking about rugby and I start imagining when I played and I play these these images and videos in my mind of like having these crazy runs or making these incredible passes or just completely obliterating someone with this amazing tackle and just being a freaking force to reckon with on the field and just always imagining myself like crushing it with fitness testing or just doing sprints with my team and I'm not gonna lie like that is what happened as I was playing rugby and let me tell you when I first started playing in university so in 2009 those first like two years that was very humbling because I showed up and I was not nearly as fit as I needed to be to actually play and succeed as an athlete like I rode the bench in the first year and I was completely terrified and confronted by my ego and I had to put the work in to learn how to lift weights properly and to be consistent with going to the gym and going outside of my training regime with my team and going to the gym and playing touch rugby and even playing with people who were better than me so that I could step up to that. But I started taking those actions because I started visualizing that I wanted to play with my team. I wanted to be a successful player and I never imagined going to play in the University Olympics and winning a bronze medal with my team and this was in 2013 in Russia. But I did visualize wanting to be a better player and I did visualize that I wanted to continue to love what I do, which is playing rugby. And I would visualize the games and I would visualize the things I wanted to happen. And honestly, I seldomly in 17 years got injured because I wouldn't spend my time being like, oh shit, what if I get tackled and I break my arm or something? I never imagined that. And I did get injured. I have sprained ankles. I separated my AC joint the same year that I went to the University Olympics, actually three months out. So that was crazy. Again, that was another situation where I visualized myself. So this was actually, I'll paint a picture for you. This was April 2013, the last rugby game of the season when I was playing for UVic. And we were playing one of the best teams in the city and the game was just weird like I remember none of us wanted to play we didn't have enough players and it was just really bad vibes on the on the field and actually funnily enough here I am not wanting to play because we're just getting obliterated and I got dump tackled onto my shoulder and head and neck area and I separated my AC joint so my AC joint is like my where the clavicle meets the shoulder there's like tendons and ligaments that hold that point the acromial clavicular joint is what it's called and so I separated that and this was literally three months before I was supposed to go to Russia and play in the University Olympics and let me tell you I was completely horrified I didn't know if I was going to be able to play I actually didn't even tell my coaches I got injured all I did 
was I, I went to the hospital, they took x-rays, they showed me that my AC joint was separated, she told me, okay, you need to wait two weeks before you can start doing cardio, then you can ride a bike, and then you can do this, this, and this, and luckily, because I was in university, I was able to go and get treatment done, and so I was doing that, but I'm not kidding you, I visualized healing before going to Russia, and the next day, I was walking in a sling, around Beaver Lake on Vancouver Island, which is a 10k walk, I was walking the next day and I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to let this stop me from going to play in the Olympics. And so that's what I did. And I pushed myself with love and I visualized myself healing and I kept going to get treatment done and getting all that work done to, to bring stability and strength and mobility back into my shoulder. And I, I kept training and it was summer and by the time it came around to go to Ontario from BC, so I went to Ontario for a week training camp and then we flew out to Russia. By the time I went to Ontario, I, I just needed to get my shoulder taped a bit and I remember those first couple hits in the games was a little bit jarring and I had bought, well my mom, bless her, bought me proper shoulder pads to wear so that I had more stability when I was playing. but. I literally visualized myself and focused on how I wanted to heal going into playing at the University Olympics. And then here we are playing in Russia and we're crushing it and we we beat Great Britain in the finals and we won third place and we, put, we placed on the podium. So I actually have like a legitimate, I mean this was the University Olympics but that's like a level right underneath the quote actual Olympics like I have like an actual bronze medal from this and I think that this is like a gift from the universe like you visualize what you want and you stick with it and you keep taking those actions like you will get your medal too and that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to share with this story and it's funny because I didn't even realize that I actually visualized my myself to this healing process and being able to play and, and overcoming my fears I didn't even think about sharing this particular part in this podcast episode, but it just came to me so naturally. I was like, oh my God, I actually visualized myself to the results that I wanted. And that doesn't mean I didn't, I didn't go to the doctor when I separated my shoulder, have them tell me, okay, you're injured. This is what you need to do. And then I didn't sit on my butt for three months and visualize myself without taking action. See, that's the thing is that I visualized what I wanted and I took the action that I knew that I needed to take or that I felt compelled to take. And trust me, there were times, like, I remember when I went to the hospital and then I came home that night and I was still, like, dirty from the rugby game, like, covered in sweat and dirt, like, dry sweat and dirt. And I I was trying to get into the shower and I could not, I couldn't even take my own clothes off. I was in so much pain. <laughs> I remember, and I was so stubborn. I tried to use the door handle. I've never shared this. I tried to use the door handle to pull my sports bra off because I couldn't lift my arm. And so when we get into these situations in life, like whatever that is for you, if you're trying to start your own business or you're looking for your soulmate or there's money that you want to make and whatever it is and you're in that moment where you can't lift your arm and take your shirt off, that moment is where you just have to like, I just remember in that moment letting myself cry in the bathroom and just like shaking my head like I can't believe this is happening. But what was I going to do? Sit in the bathroom and cry for three months because I couldn't take my sports bra off and have a shower? Like, yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was really unfortunate. But I'm telling you that it was visualizing and focusing on the end goal. 
focusing on the end goal. This is the other really important part is just I was just so focused on, okay, I'm healed, I'm strong AF, I'm going to get on the rugby field again, I'm going to play, and it's all going to work out. And I just really trusted that. And, and so this is why I wanted to talk about visualization because I know that a lot of people who have produced crazy results in their life, like becoming self-made millionaires or people who have cured themselves from cancer or other diseases that were supposed to be terminal or people, like I've heard so many stories, like women who were told they would not be able to conceive and they end up having multiple children or people who have been told that they're paralyzed and they'll never be able to walk again and they're running marathons. Like, I'm telling you that these people did not agree with their current circumstances. They were more committed to visualizing what they actually wanted to have in their life. And this is why they produced those results. And so this is why I'm like so passionate as usual sharing this in my podcast episode today because it's such an easy thing to do. Like this is accessible for anyone. This is something that is so precious. Like no one will ever know what you see in your own mind. And even if we try to explain with words or emotions or pictures or paintings or cooking, whatever way of expressing your thoughts in your mind, there's no way that anybody will ever be able to experience that than yourself, just sitting there visualizing what it is you want to create for your life. And so I'm sharing this story because it is a piece of evidence that if it worked for me, it can work for you. Because if I have my own imagination, every human being has their own imagination. And if someone says, well, I don't have an imagination, I don't know what I want, I don't know what I want to think about, then, you know, maybe you'll have to take a look at what it is you don't want and imagine the opposite of that. And just retrain your brain because we think about children growing up. I remember being a child and being able to run through the forest on my parents' property and just pretend that I was Pocahontas and pretend I was like running with the deers or like finding unicorns. Like, I'm not kidding you. And this is something that is a learned behavior. Like, you know, we see things in movies or we read things in books and this evokes these thought patterns in our mind and we get creative. And so, yeah. Maybe it is a muscle to work because after childhood, we start to get more serious as adults and we forget to use our imagination as a tool because suddenly we're stuck in this society where it's like, go to work, make money, pay off debt, stack your bills, find your soulmate, get married, have kids, travel the world, whatever it is. And so that's why I really want to amp you up to be excited about using your imagination. And the reality is... You can create anything that you want in your mind. You can create whatever it is you want. And here's the thing. If you have absolutely massive, hairy, scary goals in your life that you want to achieve, and when you start thinking about them, you have thoughts come up like, oh, who are you to want that? Why do you deserve that? Like, that's not possible. That is, what those thoughts coming up for you, that's just a load of shit. That is also your imagination, but that's the self-sabotaging imagination that we're not going to, we're not going to play with today. What I want you to play with is if you have those thoughts and things coming up, I want you to ask, well, what if it actually worked out? What would it be like if this happened instead? And I want you to keep pulling yourself and pushing yourself and being excited to go in the direction that you're actually interested in and just visualizing like, well, what if what if this problem is solved and what if I create this and what if this kind of person comes into my life because the reality is when we visualize everything that we already want in this lifetime 
already exists in the world. So if you want to build your dream home, guess what? The property where you're going to live is already on this planet. The wood, the nails, the people who are going to build that house, they're already alive and those things are already existing on this planet. If you want to meet your soulmate and have a family, that person is already alive on this planet. You just need to visualize to start closing the gap of bringing that into your life and you get to be the creator of that. Like everything that we already want in our life, it already exists in the world. And if it doesn't, like I've said earlier in so many podcasts, like everything that we know is a learned behavior. So what happens is if you imagine something that's never been done before, you wouldn't have been able to imagine that without either adding things together to create whatever it is you wanted or you've taken something apart to create something new. Therefore, it is possible. This is why people, coaches, manifestation coaches, whatever, mindset experts, when they when they rant and they rave about this, it's because it's the truth. This isn't, you could call this magic, but it's not. It is everything already exists and therefore it's available. And when you really take the time to visualize, what happens when you visualize is that you'll get these nudges of inspiration of things that you need to do. Like that day when the doctor told me that I separated my AC joint and I had to wait two weeks before getting on a bike. And here I am walking around the lake 10k the next day with a friend. I knew, okay, I can handle walking, but I can't handle the elliptical yet because that motion is going to cause me pain. And I'm telling you, this is the day after I separated my shoulder, I go for this 10k walk. But the night before I'm in the bathroom and I can barely get in the shower. So it's just really trusting the process and really looking at what is it that I want and just to know that you're worthy of that because you wouldn't have those thoughts if you didn't want it, right? Like that, that is uniquely yours and your birthright and your complete divine right to want the things that you want in your life. And the thing is, is that some people might think, well, it's selfish for me to want that. Like if I... If I was saying to myself after I got injured, oh, it's selfish for me to want to heal myself because I want to go and play rugby and, you know, somebody else could replace my spot, but I want to go. But here's the thing. I ended up being part of the equation of a team that placed on the podium. Who knows? I'm not saying that if I didn't go that we wouldn't have won. What I'm saying is that that was meant to be. And so when you desire something in your life and you can see it and you want to visualize it, it's necessary for you and it's, it's meant to be yours. It is yours. It's only yours and you should be proud and happy and excited to share it, share it with yourself, write about it, you know, draw pictures, tell people, just bring it to life. What you're visualizing, you're bringing to life. Like when I was healing myself from that injury, I was talking about, I was talking about being healed and I was focused on getting the treatment done. I w- that was self-love, that was self-care, having passion, allowing myself to cry on the bathroom floor and the next day being, you know, walking a little bit slower around the lake but being able to go out and get exercise and I knew what I needed to do and I trusted the process but I didn't actually know if I would be ready to play in three months and it, it all worked out. It always works out. I really believe that what's meant to be won't pass you. And, and it's sometimes it doesn't make sense right away when things aren't working out. But later on, you might notice that, wow, that was a that was a blessing in disguise. And I'll give you another little short story. Last summer, I moved from Toronto to Vancouver. And I 
my boyfriend and I had found a place in North Van to move into. It was a brand new condo building that was in the process of being built. We signed the lease April 29th. We were supposed to move in like July 2nd. What actually happened was 12 days out from July 2nd, which is perfectly illegal, we got notified that we couldn't move in. The flights were already bought. We were literally shipping our stuff across the country. It was kind of a clusterfuck, to be honest. And what happened was we ended up living at my parents' place on Vancouver Island for about a month. And still we're like waiting and waiting to hear, okay, when can we move in? Like, do we need to find another place? Like, it was just a massive headache. And then I'm starting a new job in Vancouver and my boyfriend's commuting from Vancouver Island to Vancouver every week and going back and forth so that he can go to work. And it was just, it was a bit of a nightmare and it was definitely a headache. And at the time, I didn't understand. Why can't we just move in? Like, I didn't mind living at my parents' house because it was temporary. Obviously, I was there for almost a month and we had our cats there and it was like, obviously the weather was beautiful and my parents, live on, they lived on the beach and it was just completely stunning. So here we are, that happened. Long story short, we moved into our condo July 27th. So we moved in. Here we are, it's February 2020. And my parents, I already knew that the house was up for sale at this time, but my parents sold their house in January. And they're in the process of moving out right now. And this was my childhood home that I grew up in over 25 years. And uh, that was my last summer in that house. And it was crazy. Like, I have chills hearing this right now because in the summer, I was like, WTF, what is this nonsense of not being able to move into our place? Like, what is this? And even that was a whole visualization thing as well because it obviously worked out. It's because I kept trusting that we were going to move in. But the inconvenience of living on Vancouver Island, like, it was great, but it wasn't. But then now I, I can see that that was a gift from the universe that after not living in BC for four years, I was blessed with the opportunity to live at my parents' house, my childhood home for a month before I moved to Vancouver and just a few months out from when they sold it. And now they're moving out and that's it. And so the last couple of weeks, I've just been like, I am so grateful that I got to spend the most beautiful time of the year living on that property with people that I love. And, and so when you're in these situations and things seem really inconvenient, like I'm telling you in that summer, my boyfriend and I thought we're going to have to find another place to live. We had already shipped our boxes. It was a very unnecessarily stressful situation and it worked out because I held the end vision of yes, we're moving into that condo in North Van and yes, it's going to work out. And because I love my home and even before that when I was living in China and I visualized my home like I got to go home and spend time there again before it got sold so this is just an example of well, a couple examples of the power of visualization and so I really hope that listening to this today inspired you to just be mindful to ask yourself what am I visualizing in my life am I focused on what I actually want am I really trusting the process and here's the thing, if you think that other people visualize and they get what they want, but you don't, or because they get what they want, you don't get to get what you want, that's a load of horse crap. Because the way I choose to believe and see it is that if somebody else is visualizing and they can get what they want, that is another human being. Therefore, I am also a human being and that means I can do the same. So if I'm telling you these stories about healing myself, moving into you know my dream home, all of this, if I'm telling you that I visualized my, my way to this, that means that you can do it too. And I want you to choose to believe that because when you choose to believe that, 
it will eliminate any insecurity, it will eliminate any jealousy, any self-doubt, and you just get to focus on what you want, which means you get to have what you want. So don't underestimate this power. Really tap into and invite your imagination into your visualization and when I record this episode and I'll release it a couple days after you listen to this, I'm going to help you get into that deep state of visualizing and meditating to focus on what you want and you will feel that shift your heart and soul and your energy and it just feels so good. It feels so right. That's just the best way to describe it. So thank you for listening to my episode today and I would really appreciate if you could please share this, subscribe to my channel. If you can please write a review, it'll take just a couple seconds, not even that long. And just if you share this on social media, tag me on Instagram at Kayla G or on Facebook. I would love to hear from you to hear what you visualize for yourself. What do you what do you want in your life? Just pretend your life, it's it's your playground. It doesn't have to be serious. Like we get to be fun and we get to choose how it gets to be. So until then, have fun visualizing. Thank you for listening. I appreciate and love you so much being my listeners on this channel. And I will talk to you soon.